Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am William slash Shawnee, and I am your uh, game master for this Wrath and Glory campaign. Welcome back to Under the Steel Sky. Uh, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, lots of things have happened. Um, the Orange Man has been arrested. Hooray! <laughs> That was a good day. <laughs> that was today. Now we just that have to keep today? it going. No, that was yesterday. Yesterday, oh, yeah. yesterday. he's been arraigned today. Was it yesterday? No, no, he was a he was arraigned yesterday. No, no, yeah, it was, it was yesterday. Yes, the arraignment, the arraignment was yesterday. The arrest was the day before. We haven't had a damn bit of precipitation today. I don't know what you're talking about. He, he fully surrendered and was arraigned all on the same day. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the one. All right, so they just need to keep going. <laughs> With the rest of the politicians. So, uh, as we say, good start. <laughs> it's a good start. Uh, but, in this particular game, uh, where most politicians get a bullet instead of an arrest, uh, because that's just how this world works. <laughs> or probably completely avoid any consequences of any kind. Uh, completely yes. unlike the real world. <laughs> it is. It is. It is either one of those. As I, it it's, really it's the like, ground. Very, very few important people are arrested. They either get shot or just don't have any consequences. Fantasy setting, completely unrealistic. <laughs> exactly. Nothing like the real world. Um. But uh, we are joined this week by Mara. I'm Mara, not a robot. Um, and I'm playing Tina, uh, an orc pilot. Uh, and Julia? I am Julia. I'm playing Loro Ophire, the Eldari Corsair. Uh, and Jack? Hi, everybody. I'm Jack, and I will die on the hill that a Balhaneth, a Beholder, and a Burbalang are in the same category, but definitely not the same thing. And I'm playing Aristarchus Dactyl, member of the Ordo Mechanicus, and just happy to be here. Hmm? And I'm Sorry, I had to D6 look at what a Burbalang too. was for a second. They're all aberrations. Hmm? <laughs> uh, Sen. I'm Sen. Oh yes, while, while this is happening, everyone roll your objectives. I'm playing Ceres Artinos, Inquisitorial Acolyte, and part of the machine that happens to uh, people instead of getting arrested. <laughs> but, but Shani, would, to do that, I would have to get into roll 20. That's true. That's true. Know, Jer Jeremy has standards. We all know. It makes it sound like I have something against roll 20. It, 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 is, it, it would explain why you roll so poorly, is that you're not in roll 20. 
to be fair. I should I should really make the objective thing part of the intro for everyone, sort of like the light and dark side was in the in the Force and Destiny game. Well, I rolled a two, so I'm going to calculate the odds of any given task and provide an estimate of survival or success. Mm. Oh, are we done with the introductions? No, we're doing we have we have we have two more people to wow. do. Sen, what's yours? I, I I'm gonna start incorporating them into the introduction. Uh I mean, I did mine already, but uh, uh, my objective is demonstrate the superiority of the philosophy of your ordo. Thank you. Which I will uh, do in Holly. the first scene. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Glare, Ganger Stem. My objective is to explain how a common subject has, or sorry, oh. a common object, whatever, has an alternative use, probably as a weapon. That's a different part of a sentence. I was going to say, very yeah, important. <laughs> Never can, never can you explain how this verb could be used as a weapon? <laughs> yes. Uh, and Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Remy Mara. Uh, 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 he's having a rough day. <laughs> Just a bit. Oh, you rough had to fight week. a demon too. Rough month. Rough several years. Um, rough life. And 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 uh, I have to verbally estimate the black market value of an item or person. <laughs> Look, services should be paid for. And sometimes you have to operate without a license. I'll say the black market value of a person can go many different ways. Whether that's organ harvesting, illegal say, services. That is or... worth about about well let's see they will make about seven hamburgers so that's worth <laughs> see there you go uh but when last we left off also the group oh yes also black lives matter trans rights of human rights eat the rich uh god damn this country's falling apart um and the strange power and, by sirenscape uh, and the strange power by sirenscape Fuck Rick Steiner. That one too. I need to learn to play the violin. <laughs> so you can fiddle <laughs> while the world burns? <laughs> uh, fiddle is a slightly different instrument than a violin. It's slightly smaller. As someone who played violin and got compared to violas and fiddles. Uh, but I used to have a harmonica. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just. <laughs> I used to be a harmonica. Also, uh, the the triangle and uh, the gong, and I can keep going for a very long time if no one stops me. See, I played the violin, um, until I made it very clear I was not interested in the middle of a of, of a elementary school oh boy recital <laughs> uh, uh, at, at one point i fiddled with a banjo but that's neither here nor there when last we left off <laughs> uh the group had departed and converged after a night of individual activities um and gone to investigate in a couple of different locations. Um, 
having met some new compatriots in the form of a, a kin by the name of Ima, um, and having uh, furthered their investigation of what was going on in this city, uh, while Remy went off to make a dead drop to potentially garner some further information and maybe an in with the Mortis Veritas gang, uh, the rest of the group decided to investigate the church that the group had discovered was a location at which um, uh, Heiko Mordorik had theoretically met with and potentially even recruited uh, Jenea Tandris. Upon entering uh, the church, the group found that the environment had been trapped a baited presence waiting for them as they found themselves face to claws with a Slaneshi demonette. Uh, after a hectic battle, we shall say, uh, in which several people very nearly died. But uh, nobody did, except for the demon. The demon was defeated. But unfortunately, as you of the Ordeo Malleus would know, demons very, very, very rarely die. Uh, uh, oh, is, are we are we in game? But as yeah. as you would know, and then we pick up there as the shadows filter away, as the demon's presence recedes, and you are left alone in a defaced church. The statue of the God Emperor having been replaced with the symbol of the ruinous powers. And the railgun of Ima, the railgun that Ima had pulled off of her bike, slowly humming down as its power load decreases. Keep your eyes open, everyone. That sort of creature does not work alone. Immediate look and see if there's anything around here that I can take in that would indicate we have other incoming presences or threats. Um, roll me awareness. That's five. Hmm. Nice, not bad. As you sort of look around and sort of take everything in, your sensor sort of straining for any sign of activity, olfactory sensors start to pick up on the scent of days-old blood. Gonna track that. Um, Laura Well is going to exert an emotion not many of you have seen, and she is just going to angry scream and fire a lightning bolt off into a wall. Aristarchus definitely jumps. <laughs> roll, roll to manifest, see if you perils of the warp yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to do this. Well, this okay. is a reminder. I'm, I'm, I'm still constantly trying to get into contact. Yes. Through. And it is okay. roughly at this point, as everything begins to fade, that who were you calling? Who were you trying to reach directly? If anyone, I think it was just her general. Do we have a contact everyone? I mean, you probably have a, a group frequency, yeah. Yes, I think it was just the group frequency. 
when when so I will uh, I will let rolls and and the the, the static the static be, the static begins happen. to fade away and uh, Remy's voice comes over the group frequency as Aristarchus is following the scent of blood. Yep. Um. Hello, hello, hello! Please, anybody, any fucking hello, anybody? Remy. Oh Jesus! How yes. you doing, Aaron? I'm good. How are you? Uh, alive. Uh, okay. Uh, where are you right now? In a church. Okay. Uh, you might want to leave the church. We've just killed the oh, demon I've got that was a... waiting for us. And I've got oh. to follow this old blood and see where oh, it good. goes. Because, mm. yeah, I got information suggesting it might be a trap. It was. Oh, who, who tipped you off then? Uh... That's a hard thing to answer right now. Um, <laughs> Are you at a coffee table with people who don't know what we're doing? N no, but I am in public as I'm walking down the street. <laughs> no, but I am running down the street. <laughs> yeah. No, I've slowed to a walk now since... Since since, since you actually got verbal confirmation. That, and it, was, that, that, and it yeah. wasn't just screaming, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> we, just get, yeah. we just get three seconds of Remy catching his breath real quick. <laughs> the best part would have been is if it came Scream. in Cross. like really staticky. And the static was just like the squelches and like 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 streets of like bad audio. <laughs> Sorry, Remy, you've picked us up during our found footage foley exercises. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but everybody's good then. I mean, Laura is now. She wasn't a minute ago, but we got her back up. Mm. Okay, that was a good. great fight. I'm fine. Yeah, you certainly sound fine. I'll reach up and just like one. She just pat needs to let a little aggression out. Oh, I didn't know organs could do that. Mm -hmm. So, what you found? Uh, <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> so that's a that's an apt statement you just made. Um, because what you found are six bodies. Uh, which have been contorted and eviscerated. Their bodies and organs laid out in intricate patterns um, that almost emulate a depraved act of copulation and at once a, uh, a ritual sacrifice in the symbol of a warped and distorted uh there's a name for the two shapes that people that that you that are used in modern symbology for masculine and feminine yin yang no the like the, the like the arrow and like cross thing oh, i don't yeah. think there's an actual well, there might be but i've never heard an actual term for them other than masculine and feminine i mean they're called gender symbols but you know yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, like a, a a distorted parody of the of, of of a gender symbol, sort of drawn out by these six corpses. Um, if it's the combined male female symbol, it's the it would be like the androgene symbol or something like that, or the androgyne symbol or something like that. Uh, Aristarchus is going to 
Actually, I'm going to have him make a scholar roll. Because there's things that I sort of think of. I would say, okay, six. Is six enough on a scholar roll for Aristarchus to consider, maybe I should check if any of these beings are still alive? Because we're dealing with fucking chaos here. Uh, yeah, with six, there is a non-zero chance that at least one of these bodies is still alive. Right. If Medicine really, check. really wish they weren't. <clears throat> so we get one glory from my one glory, but um, then we get one ruin from my one ruin. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's our... So our ruin is seven now? Yes. Okay. Good. I thought she now one. one seven. Um... Also, just it doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to narratively happen right now. But I will be like after the single pat on Laurel's shoulder, um, uh, stepping over to our dwarf friend and uh, or to our kin friend and go and sort of indicating to where the demon was, with the 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 idea of continuing our conversation about potentially purchasing some weapons. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the symbol in question is in Slack. Is the the symbol of Slanesh is a warped and modified iteration of what would be construed as a gem, as a gender symbol. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. With five uh, successes, any of these things still have you know any of the hearts still beating? <laughs> so as you as you sort of kneel down to inspect sort of looking around this pile of mangled corpses and contusions. Uh, a hand that had previously looked to be severed, mm. as if just barely attached by sinew mm. to the rest mm. of its body, sort of twitches and then reaches out to grab onto your leg. I'm going to try and get out of the way of that. <laughs> the head the head that, it, that, that its body seems to belong to sort of looks at you, and you see an expression of euphoria, almost ecstasy, on its face. I'm gonna need you to make me a corruption roll. I don't have any corruption. <laughs> yes, so I need you to make me a... Oh, there's a resist corruption roll. There it the is. Resist okay. corruption yeah. roll. Yep. Uh, okay. Which is... Yeah. That's one. Let me, real quick... How far away is he when, yeah. when this is happening? Because I would like to uh, use my uh, objective, which is solve a problem with the brutality of the orc god Gork. That problem being the thing that's trying to grab Aristarchus. <laughs> be very and easy to just sort of finish smashing that. But Blair would like to try to shoot this thing. Thank you. Uh, what's your willpower, Aristarchus? Uh, two. Okay, so that is that is that is, your conviction is accurate. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Would you like to use your wrath to reroll that other die? Sure, why not? Mm -hmm. Didn't help. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. So as the as the hand makes contact with you, your nervous system is flooded with every pain and pleasure receptor firing off at the same time as something like a complex mixture of endorphins and neurological poison rushes through your body in an instant. Everything sparks and statics for a second. And you sort of stagger back as everything is spinning for a moment. Yeah. 
I, I, I would like to um, smash. But yes, the rest of you hear that as you are sort of relatively nearby. Nah. Tina, I'm assuming you just run over and smash nah. a thing on it. Yep. So, Tina, uh, you sort of run over with with uh, with the big with the big heavy chopper that you've that you've made out of this out of this beast tooth and start yeah. smashing into the symbol. Uh, as the bodies are further are further maimed and scattered, uh, Aristarchus, when the sensation goes away, there's almost like the aftermath of a high, like the that that physiological longing to see it again that sort of twinges in the back of your brain, and you know it's incorrect, but it's sort of an, a base animal instinct, and you've gained one corruption point. Ooh, I have a corruption point. Mm. Uh, Blair will uh, oh, run oh. over to Aristarchus seeing this yeah. and just put a hand oh. on his shoulder. Are you okay? Uh... I think so. See, this is why you, you, you uh, smash everything. Because then uh, you don't have to ask questions later. It simplifies it. And then also, you, you know, that doesn't happen. Yep, and Aristarchus is just clutching Blair's hand at this point. Mm -hmm. And has not tried to get up yet. Mm -hmm. I continue smashing things because it's fun and this is disturbing. Blair will just stay there with Aristarchus. Uh, as the rest of you sort of look on, uh, Tina makes a thorough paste of this of this ritual sacrifice of this of this sacrificial altar. Good on you, there. I will uh, sort of see the reaction that Aristarchus is having, sort of pause, attended conversation with uh, with our, our Ken folk friend, and head over there to where uh, Blair and Aristarchus are and sort of kneel down and uh, sort of like looking him in the mechanical eyes. Whatever you saw, Put it out of your mind. Not so much what we saw, just kind of a thing. Sorry, what? Put it out of your mind. Right. Close your mind to the sensation and to the memory. For the smallest of cracks is all it needs to take root. And he lets go of Blair's hand, and there's this kind of reverberating exhale, as if the gases coming out of his lungs are passing through more than just his vocal folds. <sighs> and he just starts whispering to himself for a bit. Mm -hmm. Look over at Blair. Stay with him. I was intending to. She nods and then stands up and heads over back, heads back over to where she was. Ema, who has sort of watched all of this as well, sort of slings the, the rail rifle over her shoulder and 
sort of walks over to where Tina is making a, a paste of, of these corpses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say what you will about orcs, at least uh, they're efficient at dealing with these things. Yes. Yep. Uh, you can see now what we're dealing with, why we might be interested in some of your hardware. It's a really good gun. Oh, I... It's, uh... It's made to help punch through things that aren't meant to be punched through. And I feel before long we shall have several more targets that will require that sort of firepower. Perhaps. Don't know much about the, uh... The sorcerers and rituals and what they what they entail, but I do know that uh, that kind of thing, she says, pointing to where there were where there was previously a ritual site, takes coordination and knowledge. It's not a thing you do on accident. Correct. Um, looking at the uh, looking at the symbol. Can I identify it as belonging to any particular sects of Chaos Worshippers? Or is it more generic than, than that? No, it's just the symbol. Yeah, well, just... so the, the two the two symbols that are here yeah. is the eight-pointed star, which has taken the place of the symbol of the God Emperor, which is the symbol of Chaos as a general whole. Right. Um, And then the sort of androgyne warped gender symbol is... Uh, the symbol of Slanesh as a god individually. So no no unique implementation of either yeah, No 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 cult no cult, cult or identi- or like no like identifying cult signs just yeah, yeah. just the overarching religious icon. Um I I, I just want to do a, a a thorough investigation of the premises just to see if I can find any adi- any additional information that might be useful for what we're doing. Uh, go ahead and roll me investigation. It's at about this time that Remy finally catches up to the church. Okay. Hello? Uh, well, I'm, I'm investigating, so I'm not going to open the door. Uh yeah. Door's open, I'm, isn't it? Yes. No, I'm the door just closed. knocking... And the door closed on its own, but Ema oh. kicked it open when she came in. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. she came into like a skylight. Oh no, she shot through the window, but she kicked the door open after the demon was there. Gotcha. Yeah, I assumed it was open. That uh, doesn't stop Remy from knocking on the door. Oh yeah, frame. absolutely. Five successes in the going glory. in at first. As as Remy knocks, Ema sort yep. of looks over. Hello, ah, your friend's back. Hey! How's... How we doing? Aristarchus touched something. I did not touch something. Something reached out and touched me. There's a difference. Hmm? Uh, meanwhile... reaching for said thing? I was actually... Entirely not. Uh, it, this was not his fault. 
Fair enough. I'm I'm not I'm not assigning fault here. You assess I think, the I think I, I want to know all the information. Yeah, I think Remy was simply trying to get a decent sit rep of what had transpired. Exactly. <laughs> that used to be a demon thing. Yep. Not used to be. It will be again. Demons do yep. not die easily. Yep. Its its body has sort of discorporated into piles of random objects and ash. And this used to be a bunch of people. Yep. It sure used to be. Uh, with five successes, Saris, uh, uh, you as you look around, the thing that stands out to you is the fact that this place has not was not quickly desecrated. It wasn't break down the statue, hoist the thing up, we're done here, do the ritual. This place has been used repeatedly over time. There are small knife incisions as ancient symbols are drawn in wooden walls. There are places where old blood was spilled a long time ago, much older than this ritual. There are profane signs and sigils of all of the gods drawn in various places that are hidden to the eye and more obvious. This place has seen the taint of the chaos gods for a time. If there's anything you want to see guarding the chaos gods, it's not taint. <laughs> um, would that tell me? Uh, so, does that tell me anything about like what the objective here might be? Like, does it reinforce the idea that the objective here is to turn this planet to chaos, or or is it just like this? They've been using this for a while and then they abandoned it. I mean, as far as you're aware, the objective of chaos is always to yeah. turn the po- the planet and the population to infect whatever it touches and spread its curse. Yeah. You're just generally looking around, right? Uh, she's she's doing a fairly thorough investigation at the moment. Like yeah. she's looking okay. around, moving things. Like I'll point at the body. I'm gonna guess that's what grabbed at you. You would be correct in that surmisation, sir. Hmm? Is only the one thing that's grabbed at you so far? Well, I didn't exactly get a chance to uh, examine it any further before uh, Tina made with the smashy, smashy, stompy, stompy bits. I took care of it. That you did, for which I am very much grateful. Appreciate it. I'll make sure mum gives you a double helping. Oh, yeah. We have that one. I'll, I'll get a different hat. Um, no, no, this one's good. Okay. I'm going to sift through what's left of the bodies at this point. Put on gloves. Try and He's reel. holding out. A oh, pair he's of... already got a, He's already okay. got some on. Okay, good. Try and real hard to yeah. fight back comments about thank you for destroying evidence. <laughs> yeah, this would definitely be the worst place to get syphilis by sticking your hands directly into the blood. <laughs> Syphilis would probably be the nicest thing you could get. Well, no, roll me an, inve- it's, roll it's, me an investigation test. It's uh, space syphilis. It's worse. <laughs> roll, roll me, roll me an investigation test. Uh, it's the D. The DN is lower for you because of reasons. Um, and hold on, I'm checking something here. Uh, I never remember. 
if there's extra stuff on this. Oh yeah, you might have a talent or uh, or well or a talent uh, or something that helps. What? Yeah, deductive. Again, I it's intellect based still skill check to recall or notice something. If you pass, you can. Uh, oh, never mind. Ignore all that stuff. This is the part that's relevant. I think you gain. Can use this talent, make an intellect based so it can recall or notice something about a target. Target can be anything, blah, 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 blah. If you pass the test, you can get information based on the skill you used. You also gain plus rank bonus dice to any test made against that target that utilizes this. Yeah, you can, you can choose to deduce something about this, in which yeah. case any test that you make that relates to that ritual site will get that rank bonus okay. dice. Which this is an intellect-based skill check, anyways. Because investigation is yeah, investigation is intellect-based. So yes, you can use you can use your deductive on this. Okay. <laughs> Only two. That's that's all it took for you because you you know more Fair things enough. than other people do. You have very you have a very specific set of skills. Yes. Um, now, did you also get your two bonus dice to that for your rank? No, that's that's uh, on oh, cunning tests. Oh, yeah, okay, gotcha. That's once you've made the intellect based. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. Now okay. anything related. Yeah, now any any test you make related to this information will get those ranked. Oh, okay, I see, I see, I see. Um so the uh as you look around and sort of feel and sort of feel through the what's left of the bodies, checking for any like notable scars or signs, uh, you see the the uh, the track marks of injection sites uh, on what's left of some of these limbs. Uh, specifically, Hypex. Uh, which is a powerful adrenal stimulant. Uh, like, not, we're not talking like market grade, uh, um, like, take heroin, multiply it by 10 kind of situation. Except uh, for adrenal specifically. Yes. Fuck. Find something. Yeah, come over here. I come over, and I will. And been sorting through with like a pen or something, so you're not directly touching it. Yeah, uh, and we'll point to an injection mark. I'm pretty sure these were. It's an adrenal injection, which means is probably used to enhance fear. I'm gonna guess based on all this. Yeah, Hypex heightens basically everything about someone's yeah. senses and emotional state. Yeah. Supercharging the emotions for more powerful demonic summoning. Which would make sense, all things considered, who we're talking about. Yeah. Just a uh, random course of thought, but um, with this perchance, Blair and Remy, you might know this better, would this perchance be the... Uh, drug of choice of uh, our friends that we need to visit next, the Chosen. 
No, the chosen. The chosen doesn't. The chosen is not typically associated with this kind of thing. The chosen is more on slort or berserk or any other amount of drugs that are more combat yeah. drug oriented than. Also, if it's an adrenal stimulant, I mean, I this is this is me guessing with my with with Jeremy's relative inexperience in this world. But that is probably a fairly spendy thing. Oh yes, Hypex is not common. Yeah, this is not something that. Yeah, so this isn't something that you find being peddled in the under hive. They operated in this building for an extended period of time, thoroughly taking their time, are taking their time to thoroughly desecrate it. This, they're not ped, they're not, they're bringing it with them, most likely, rather than buying it off someone or it already having existed. Remy, you've only ever seen Hypex used in one other situation. Okay. And it's a situation that you walked away from a long time ago. Okay. Aristarchus pushes himself to his feet and starts beginning to search the interior of this structure specifically for any sort of cogitator that does data recording. Blair is glued to Aristarchus right now. Uh, This was a church. There's not a lot of... There's some machinery built into it, as there mm. is in literally everything. Um, but you're not finding any, like, advanced cogitators. You, they look, most of the machinery you're finding are, like, lumen sensors, things that will control the lights. Um, right. Auto-in auto sensors that have been completely smashed. Remy. Uh, loud hailers that have been ruined. Okay. Yes? If you were using this... If you were wanting to hide something here in the aftermath where would you go within the building looks around yeah make a cunning test for me okay. add your add your add, add, your, your, add your, your your scoundrel thing okay cunning plus two So five, but a complication. But a complication. Do you have any ideas on that complication, or you want me to come up with something? I go to town. So, uh, there's a couple of things. Um, it, most churches like this, especially these old ones, have. Either an ossuary or a reliquary. Mm-hmm. So often both. Um, a place to store the bones of old saints or a place right. to store ancient relics. Right. Usually those are under the altar or under the statue. Um, in both cases, especially if a cult like this has been operating, you can expect it to be trapped. I'm going to look around for either of those. I'm going to follow with him just in case another demon appears. Shawnee? Yes? Has any of the floor sounded different? Roll me awareness. I'm I'm just over here trying to think of how somebody who has much better hearing than I do would interact here. 
five successes, you uh, you are quite aware. Um, another glory. Yep. We're printing glory in this episode. And ruin. <laughs> yeah. So. The, uh... As Remy's looking around, you're sort of walking, you're sort of pacing back and forth and think and listening to your own footsteps, Laurel. And as you walk, you sort of walk around Remy's shoulder and listen. And there's a deeper hollower note under some of the floorboards directly in front of the ruined statue of the Emperor. Found something. As Remy, you sort of indicate, you, you look where Lorwell is indicating and that sort of clicks with your knowledge and you sort of look over to the statue of the, the ruined statue and sort of feel around the base of it and uh you find there very is... carefully so don't push anything accidentally yeah. there's a there's one of the one of the like carved inscriptions of like like seraphic figures one of the wings is a is a lever that slides in fact i would say probably it was more like Opened up a flask of something and just poured it over to see where the where the water goes to. Yeah. So there's, there's no a, actual touching. Yeah. There's a there's a and crease. Sees, there's yeah. A, there's, a, there's a crease where it slides in under one of the wings. Well, good news, Saris. I know where 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 our hidden stuff is. Bad news is something bad's gonna happen if we try to open it. Aristarchus. And I am not. I am not your uncle, Trap Springer. Absolutely. So, call for Aristarchus from wherever he's at, however far he's gotten in his investigations. I'm all right. What's up? I've got a secret compartment of some kind over here, most likely trapped. Would you care to lend an expert opinion? I would love to investigate that. And ever so cautiously approaches, starts doing visual and wavelength scans seeing if he can figure out where the best angle of approach for this thing is. I will step back. What skill would you lo- what skill would you like to apply to this? Uh tech probably. All right, let me tech. Uh can I use my uh well no, there haven't been any complications. No, actually I will use my sacred machine oil in case a complication arises, I get to ignore it. I mean you can, you can use that reactively. If okay, a complication shows up, you can choose to ignore it with your sacred machine oil. Just squirt some WD-40 at it. And because I'm spending, I'm going to re-roll those. Hey, I get to expend my machine oil. (laughs) And ignore it. Uh, So six successes with two two, uh, uh, exalted icons. Mm -hmm. So, uh... You can shift one of those if you want. Okay. Um, and I will shift that for checking the handout one more time. Honestly, just to be on the safe side, since we're wondering if this is trapped, I'm going to go improve quality. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, not only do you confirm that yes, this is indeed trapped as you as your scanner sort of run down everything and sort of identify exactly what everything is connected to. You sort of your 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 visual spectrum phases through a few inches of the wood and sort of identifies EM spectrum readings on the other side, uh, and uh, you identify not only what the trap is but how to disarm it. Excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. As you as you sort of observe and watch, uh, you, you just have to push someone's face into it and watch them die. Well, funnily enough, that is one of several ways you could open this. <laughs> uh, but the uh, there's a plasma charge under ah. under the under the floorboards, uh, likely a jury rigged plasma grenade. Gotcha. Uh, which is a rare thing. Yeah, uh, and knowing this trap, you might be able to salvage a plasma grenade. Which will be handy. We'll definitely try that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he would like to pull out his data slate and begin running a few basic simulations on there to determine what the best uh, technique and comparative uh, probabilities of success for disarming versus disarm and salvage versus blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And so you, uh, as you as you sort of look around and sort of process and run through all the details, uh, you give yourself a very high probability of being able to both disarm and salvage, with even the failure rate of disarm and salvage still leading to disarm rather than disarm rather than detonate. Well, it looks like they've uh, propped up their own level of plasma charge with this, most likely a trigger grenade release. Uh, given the scans we've this i think we've got about an 80 percent chance that we can get it open uh 75 that we uh, walk away with the grenade intact as well and so you you get to your your, your mechadendrite begins to worm yeah. under the floor saris will just give a nod to, as to as say go ahead <laughs> <laughs> to be clear Excellent. what happens to the grenade if you get it open but we do not end up with an intact grenade well, then There's it's a just five percent difference between those. Right? Yeah. No. Then you just have a dead grenade. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Not a dead grenade that blew a bunch of stuff up. No, no, no. Not a detonated grenade. A dead grenade. I understand. There's a bit of nuance there, and they do sound slightly similar. But I mean, is, is a detonated any... grenade is also dead. Is there any chance of it detonating? Slim to none. Yes. So there is a chance. Look, I'm not saying that we're not up against an enemy what has its own level of cleverness and whatnot, but based on what I've been seeing here, if everybody would feel more comfortable taking five, ten steps back or waiting outside or whatnot, you have. Uh, and I can just shout for you when it's finished. I'm staying right here. Do your thing begins to snake its way down your shoulder under the floorboard mm-hmm. yep. reaching where reaching where human hands cannot and fortunately your your medical mechadendrite is designed to suture and apply and apply stitches and cut open wounds to help clean them so it sort of snakes under the board and there's a faint click as it as it cuts a wire that is that is keeping tension and there's a give and the grenade has not detonated. It is still armed, but it is not on a trigger. 
All right. And so you can push the you push the you push the wing, the floorboard slides away. What had been a trigger in it what what had been a cable in suspense is already slackened and is mm-hmm. no longer and is no longer in danger. Uh, and there is a primed but not detonated plasma charge that can be deprimed. He'll definitely do that. Very next step. <laughs> down and twist, and the plasma grenade chimes down. You know, if we get short on resources, that's worth... Who would like a rather lethal explosive? I know that Tina's on board for this. Anybody else? Or I can hang on to it if nobody... anything I can say to keep the plasma grenade away from us as a group? I mean, this is... Not like uh, He'll give it a once-over. Is this basically in the state that somebody would have on, like, a bandolier that they're carrying or something now? Yeah, this is this right. is, this is is a militarum-grade plasma grenade. I mean, this is no more dangerous than... I mean, yeah, this is dangerous. It's a fucking plasma grenade. Yes, it's but, a plasma grenade. Of course it's dangerous. But, like, you know, you don't exactly use these for paperweights, if you say what I'm saying. I mean, well, some of the, some of the manufacturers might, but... Keep it on yourself, Aristarchus. All right. Uh, Clear her throat and then move her coat to the side to show the two plasma grenades on her belt. (laughs) Ah, grenade buddies. I like it. I'm going to step up and investigate this reliquary. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, Aristarchus will take a step back and kind of do the, he'll do the Will Smith gesture. You know. Whack. (laughs) <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was right. I there. know, I know. I'm not mad at you, Jeremy. I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, both of you step down. Um, and uh, among other things, there is too wealth to be gathered out of this out of this place. If you would like to salvage that, yes. Ooh. Sorry, what? There is, uh, among wealth. other things, there is two wealth to be salvaged. Okay. We are salvaging two wealth. Of of just various valuable knickknacks and objects. Is that two wealth for everybody, or just two wealth to one person, or one wealth? Two wealth for the party to divide as it likes. Okay. Excellent. I'll, I, uh... Aristarchus has zero wealth, but Aristarchus also just got a plasma grenade, so, you know. I also have Aristarchus has everything he needs in life. (laughs) Blair needs wealth because she's looking for a new hideout. I mean, uh, we all need wealth. Remy will make a play for wealth. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I also have Not mentioning the fact that Remy has a wealth of five. (laughs) (laughs) In that case... But uh, doesn't say. To be clear, doesn't, doesn't say, so. say that. No. Um, I. I think most of the party's walking around with zero. Uh huh. Yeah. Most. Yeah. Oh no, I have Remy some. Keeps, Remy keeps. Keeps. Um. Keeps his resources safe. My, I, I, I would, I would argue. I'm actively trying to get us high-powered rail weaponry that will help us kill demons easier. Gesturing towards the kin, the the kin. 
I mean, Aristarchus does is isn't actively pursuing any of the wealth himself. So yeah, knock yourselves out, I guess. Let's. How about we use that as a suggestion, Saris? How about we use that as just a pull? Of, hey, we need to pick something up. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll make it like. A, a, sorry, this is out of character. Yeah. Let's yeah. Make, that, make that a communal pool. Does that work for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fine. Communal wealth pool. There's a there's a communal what? pool for two wealth. Where is wealth on the character sheet? It's on uh, it's the in your first attributes. page attributes. Oh. Bottom bottom left row. Or bottom right. left. Yep. I see it. Okay. I completely missed it. Okay. Left, yeah. So we two communal wealth. Okay. So outside of the wealth. Yeah, but outside of the wealth, um, there are a number of things. Um, there is a copy of the Imperial Infantryman's Uplifting Primer that appears to have been thoroughly uh, dog-eared and marked with with pen and marker in several places. Um, uh, there is a uh, series of old rations uh, that have been laid out. These are still probably good to eat considering how Imperial rations are stored. Um, There is a collection of implements. They look to be a combination of torture weapon, torture implements and weapons. They're like serrated knives and uh, deadly looking meat hooks. Uh, that have been stored down here. Probably the tools used for cutting people open for the ritual that was performed. Um, There are um, piles of old scripture. Not imperial scripture. These are bound in tomes that you can only imagine are bound in human skin uh, with angry looking stitching and crimson tinted leather for pages okay uh, and among all of it uh the probably the item that stands out most is a uh Horn and bloodied regimental flag. As I'm as I'm walking through, I pick up that primer and just hold it loosely in one hand as I walk through. Um, am I able to identify the flag? Uh, Romy scholar. I'm grabbing the scripture. Wait, the human flesh bound yes. ones. Okay. I'm aware. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Without turning to look at Remy uh, while I'm looking at the flag, uh, Saris will just say, "We're going to burn it." Of course we are, but we need to we need to examine it first. That is how it gets you. I understand that. But if there's information in here that can lead us to something. You said scholar. I right? grabbed the rations. Yes. I'm going to spend the wrath to reroll. 
<laughs> oh, look. I was going to say. Six. Is, is that a botch? <laughs> Six plus a complication. There you go. Much better. Um, the complication is that the book has tried to start eating Remy's hands. <laughs> it was a mimic the whole time. <laughs> Um, no, the, the complication is that this just got way more um, interesting than previous. You are able to identify the uh, the regiment this banner is from. He's from Krieg. Close. This is, this is the banner of the Armageddon Steel Legion. Which sure, is, yeah, as, as far as your as far as your knowledge tells you, was one of the Imperial Guard regiments that fought and still does fight in many in many places on the planet of Armageddon, um, which is known for having fought at least three major wars throughout galactic history. The second war for Armageddon is the one that stands out in your mind. On the second war for Armageddon, the first and the first and current battles for Armageddon are fought against orcs. The second war for Armageddon was fought against the forces of chaos. And in the aftermath of the second war for Armageddon, the Inquisition had, in its wisdom, decided to quarantine and prepare to euthanize the Imperial Guard forces who had been in encounters with the forces of chaos to ensure that none of them were tainted by the ruinous powers. That blockade was, unfortunately, as far as the as far as the Inquisition is concerned, broken by the intervention of the Space Wolves chapter of Space Marines, who would not stand to see what they viewed as innocent Imperial soldiers who had fought for the Imperium be slaughtered on, as they put it, baseless superstition and paranoia. If this is indeed the flag of one who had fought with the Steel Legion, and as a result been exposed and turned by the corrupted powers of chaos, it would seem less like paranoia. I look down at the book that I'm holding. Uh, just raise it up and thumb to the uh, the page where the soldier would have put their name in the front. Uh, yes, the the name on this imperial on this imperial infantryman's uplifting primer is indeed Tycho Mordorik. Armageddon Steel Legion. There's just a long exhalation of breath. Are you going to share with the rest of the class? Reaches up to her Vox Pearl, and I'm just going to open a comm link. They're, they're going to be able to hear me because I'm going to be saying it out loud. Uh, but open a, open a comm transmission to the Commissar. Mm. What was her name it. again? Uh, Ira. Ira Vendris. Ira Vendris. Hmm. Commissar Vendris. This is Inquisitorial uh, Acolyte Artinos. Go ahead, go ahead, Acolyte Artinos. This is Inquis. This is this is uh, Commissar Ira Vendris. 
I have a positive confirmation on the identity of our suspected traitor. I believe I've just found the information that you're about to relay to me, but we can. It's, it'll be good to have confirmation from two ends. Report. Uh, what was the name on the book again? Tycho Mordorik. And the Legion. Armageddon Steel Legion. Armageddon Steel Legion. Does it have like a number as well, or just? Uh, 101st. Tycho Mordorik, 101st Armageddon Steel Legion. Would be from the Second War. That tracks to our records as well. Thank you for confirmation. And I'll let the line drop. And I'll just, just again, looking down and looking at the flag and just talking out loud so that the rest of the people can hear. The Second War on Armageddon, the Steel Legion fought against the forces of the enemy. And afterwards, the Inquisition determined that the best procedure would be to quarantine the plan, the Imperial Legions that fought against the forces of, against our enemy, in order to assure that none of them had fallen to the adversary. That quarantine was broken by the Space Wolves, who saw no need for it. I toss the primer onto the pile of human skin tomes. Not only is our adversary a traitor, he is a skilled one who has seen hardened combat. Where would I put the where would I put that legion like ranking wise as far as combat experience of Imperial Legions? I mean, the Armageddon Steel Legion faced down traitorous Stardis and won. Yeah. They're talented and skilled and and experienced. An experienced and skilled officer capable of facing Astartes and winning. That is our... That's quite impressive. Great. Fucking... Great. So it's going to be a good fight. Yes, Tina, it will. And he has demons on his side and has had plenty of time to prepare. How much longer are we staying here? Remy, if you think you can get anything out of that material... Oh, sorry. I got those wars in the wrong order. Oh. It would have been the first war for Armageddon. So first, rip. Anyways, which, it. Mm. which, to be clear, chronologically according to imperial calendar, was almost six hundred years ago. So an ancient war veteran. <laughs> Either an ancient war veteran or a war veteran who got flung very far off by the tides of the war, because. Arriving in a very different time period from when you left on a warp journey is not unheard of. Yeah. Remy, if you think there's anything you can glean from that, do so quickly. We are leaving this church in flames very shortly. But I just got this grenade. Hmm? Set the traditional way, Aristarchus. Ah, all right. Mm -hmm. When we get to our next destination, I want to try something. 
Ooh, do tell. I might be able to get us at least a readout on where our uh, current quarry might be. You got some special, like, Eldari scanning device or something like that? She would just smile and tap her forehead. Oh, we... Alright, that makes more sense, I guess. Hmm. I know what the answer of this is going to be, but I would be remiss if I did not ask it anyway. That is very true. Most of the time. Right. So... Is there any chance you will allow, with proper safeguards put in place, a little bit more time to examine it elsewhere and then it be destroyed. There's no when it comes to this particular sorts of material, there's no such thing as the proper safeguard other than a closed mine and a torch, according to the Ordo Malleus. In this particular case, if you feel that it might be useful to glean more information as to our quarry, I will allow one book. There isn't much more than one book here, right? There's two or three, but two yeah. Two or three. Yeah. I'm assuming they don't have titles. No, they're just skin <laughs> <bones. laughs> Fair enough. The forces... I'm going to take this one labeled The Plan. <laughs> <laughs> the, forces, the forces with which we contend operate on the battlefield of the mind. The words themselves are all they need to win. So do I'm you aware. want volume teeth, volume fingernails, or volume taste buds? Hmm? I'm ve- I- I'm aware of the dangers and risks here. As I said, I just have a real hard time leaving potential leads, destroying it without looking at it. At least I understand completely, as an investigator myself. Trust me when I say there's a reason. I get it. No, I I fully understand the reason. I'm starting to like you, Remy. Don't make it to where you immediately have to be killed. <laughs> uh, Shani, does uh my little explanation there uh function for demonstrating the superiority of the philosophy of my ordo? Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> that wrath back. Oh yeah, I never said what mine was. Oh yeah. Uh, unfavorably compare another species, culture, art, or technology to your own. Yeah, that tracks. With the Eldari just means speaking to others. <laughs> <laughs> there is one other thing I'm going to Making su- mouth sounds. There is one other thing I'm going to suggest as a possibility. This does not have to do specifically with these, just the materials we have uncovered in general. They were hidden here, then they're probably of some value. Especially with that sort of a trap on. The value you might may... be able to use use them to draw Tycho out. Mm. It might mean something to him. Looking around. Is there, other than the flag and the primer, is there anything in here that might have that level of value? What you're sort of 
gathering from sort of the the overall presence of these materials and how they were hidden, you get the sense that some of the stuff is sentimental, like the primer and the flag. Um, some of it is um, evangelical. You get the sense that the the tomes were likely part of his own preaching, as he is known to do so. Um, the uh, the information within them might be of use, but it's also very likely the the the, the script from which he gets a lot of his speeches, um, which means it's useful. Um, but you suspect that this is a bolt hole more than anything else. You get the sense that this is probably one of several places where he keeps things that are important. Aside from the flag and the primer, most of the stuff here is likely replicated across several other bunkers in the area. It's a good thing I was talking about the flag and the primer. Fair. You don't keep the... You you don't keep... Not even necessarily the primer. Like, the primer is... Unless it's... Unless what's written in there is journal stuff that has value but at this level and with shaking the book this stuff I don't think there's probably much value in that you don't keep a flag like that unless it means something to you that's correct and as such I feel we should afford it a place of honor I say looking over my shoulder I'm thinking about Think about the front of this church. Is there like a... Is the church particularly visible in the area? Or is it like sort of tucked uh, away? It's, it's... it's Churches are always given places that are designed to be visible when they're constructed. However, over time, as more building goes on, they can sort of get nestled away. So it's sort of in a half state. Like, it itself has a lot of like open air around it, but it's not in a place where a lot of traffic goes. Just by the virtue of stuff that has been built up around it. I will tuck the primer into my coat, uh, and then tear the tear the banner off the stand, and sort of roll it up. Oh, correct, Remy. I feel this. I feel this particular item's final resting place should be someplace significantly more public, at a correct time. I feel like you said that in such a way that when that time comes, we're going to strongly disagree on how this is done. But sure, I welcome disagreements so long as they are effective. Fair enough. I'll do a quick flip without really ream. Do any of the, is there any indication which on a quick flip through, which of these might be the better one to take? As you sort of just quickly flip through, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like demagoguery. There's a lot of rhetoric in a lot in these, um, the the three that he's got appear to be um, subsequent volumes of of the script being presented. Is um, there are there any like 
how best to put it highlighted like, like like are these uh annotated personally in some way that 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 there's any indication is that's even discernible um the one that has probably the most use which is difficult to tell because because you're I'm not really reading it right now yeah you're not you're not really reading it and it's also not a medium of book that you're used to right um but the one that seems to have the most use to it there of the three of them um the one that seems to have the most use to it is bound with iron rings um and has like again the sort of human flesh exterior um but it is bound with like these short iron rings on them uh that keep it in place and it it has a like a latch built on it that almost looks to have been made out of a dried out tongue like a cursed trapper keeper yeah he just tosses the other two down Uh, start walking out of the reliquary and look at Tina. Who uh, you said you were looking, you were going after the rations. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't keep any of that or eat any of it, Tina. It's likely tainted. I look at it. Um, I mean, it looks factory sealed to you. Yeah, he's not the boss of me. I'm going to take them. Yeah. She's not the boss of me. Chaos or chaos or chaos. <laughs> Turn to chaos from food. <laughs> no, I kind of wanted to feed it to Minion first, but that's just me. <laughs> that's the orc version of science. Yeah, exactly. When I have a different objective, I'll do that. Uh, so, with your acquired items in tow, as Ema sort of looks around as you all sort of start to make your way out. Are we going to have Tina light it up then, boss? I look over at Ema. Uh, uh, Would you like to continue conversation outside? Uh, I, I feel like this place isn't going to be a good place to be standing in a few moments. Tina, please do your best to make sure that nothing oh. left inside here is still standing. That's flame sounds. Um, I'm going to take my flamethrower to it and sort of all yeah. around any flammable bits. Tina Tina lights the, the pilot light on the burner, pulls a pair of goggles in their forehead down over their eyes. Yep. Ready. And uh, walks to the back of the church and starts burning and walking backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there there is right. a... Con- Laurel, we walk away from the church and we do not look back while it's burning. It's very important. Yes? (laughs) And Claire's already going. (laughs) No, but you don't turn around and look at it because then you look much more imposing to anybody outside who might be watching. I wasn't planning on it. Look, this is my first time. I'm real excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is actually going to... uh... Approach Ema. Ema looks up as you approach. I just wanted to say thank you again for last night. It was, uh... It's 
been a long time since I've told anybody about myself. Ah, it's always welcome to share stories. And, uh, you lot seem to be getting into the kind of the work that my kindred likes to take up, so I might stick around for a while. <laughs> I think I'd enjoy that. Um, on the outside of the church, is there any large bits of rubble or anything around? I mean, generally, that's, that's yes in any place in the city that isn't the upper hive. Uh, cool. So I'm just going to, uh, uh, uh once we're all out, like sort of af mid stride while we're leaving the church after Tina has like sort of gotten to the door. Uh, I'm just going to assail some piece of rubble over my shoulder through the walls of the church. So it does a really nice collapse. <laughs> uh, roll me a sail. Oh, man. Nice. Six with two uh, exalted icons. Yeah, as, as the as the as the building is catching flames, Saris just sort of, with a with an ex, with an expression of effort, just sort of brings a hand up and over her shoulder, a large piece of scrap metal and stone rises up off the ground, and as she thrusts a hand forward, it crashes through the front of the building, and timbers snap and structures bend and break as the church begins to collapse in on itself, and there's a. <clears throat> As the as the fire is uh, uh, air blasted by the by the collapsing building, and it spreads with an enormous with enormous flare, and continues to burn. Ooh, that's satisfying. All right, we made sure he was out of there, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I was sitting for a long, that's a long while. <laughs> You've torched the church. Yes. That may or may not have consequences for the general populace. Uh, yep. I doubt it. Somebody just blew up half of a ward down in the lower hive and nobody said shit. Yeah, that was a ward. That wasn't a church. I assume the ward had churches in it, given how many you've described. I mean, possibly. <laughs> but there's a difference between a church being caught in the collateral and a church being the target. Well, oh, that's so fair. That's just because nobody said shit doesn't mean that there haven't been consequences. Uh -huh. <laughs> Speaking of consequences, if anyone has a problem um, with it, I'll direct them to the commissar. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Aristarchus wants to whip up the uh, data pad. I assume that the Ordo Mechanicus here has. A number of frequencies broadcasting various messages of note or uh, attention to the Ordo, and basically he's going to hit—he's going to hit Mechanicus Twitter and see what's going on today. Ah, you're going to enter the new sphere. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just a new sphere. Yes, your uh, your your mind your mind touches on the on the new spheric network of the of the area and. Uh... Uh, what are you looking for in particular? There's a lot uh, of news, but... Right, specifically Mechanicus-focused stuff. Especially uh, if there's anything like, hey, we got some people in gear, and they're going to go fix the lower hive. Hmm. 
so yeah, um, uh, the big thing that you pick up in regards to that is that it appears to be a contingent of uh, Skitari with engine seers have been sent uh, and have begun their procession into the Underhive to begin uh, enacting uh, improvements and repairs. Hell yes. Excellent. It's going to be so good for everybody down there. Um, was Aristarchus supposed to be part of that? Uh, no. Okay. Um, it he'll, was, make a it was, he'll make it a mental arranged. note. To, right. Yeah. He'll make a mental note to go check in with them as soon as he can then. It was It was known that you were currently party to the Inquisition, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Mace Antinos. Yes. It turns out that the uh, expedition for reconstruction in the lower hive has gone out. So if we find ourselves either headed that direction or with spare time on our ends, uh, it, I feel like it would behoove me to go and uh, check in with that lot of my uh, my order. Understood. Uh, if you don't mind, can I come with you? Will you do that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I, I no. would just like to see how things are going on that end. I, I, I absolutely understand what Miss Blair would love your company, as always. Mm. Remy, how long how long do we have before you expect a response from your drop? It's a good question. Um, I assume I will just get in. Once they have that information, I'm sure they can find me and, and deliver the information. It depends on how quickly it, you know, it might actually be better if, no offense, I'm not around certain people here. Certainly, though, if there's well-informed, as you say, Likely there's already a member of that organization watching us as we speak. Absolutely. It's not about it's not about whether they know. It's about whether they'll be willing to reach out when I'm around you. Well. So I might just skedaddle off for a feud and wait to get a wait to get a response. Let's deal with that book first. And then you can skedaddle off. Okay. Where would you like to where where secure location nearby where you could go where you could pour over its contents? Are you gonna need to be there? Or can it be somebody else? You'll want me to be there in case you become a demon host. I mean if that happens I just need someone to kill me. So I was going to suggest Tina. Sure. Is that okay with you? Certainly. All right, we're heading back. Okay. I'll head off with Remy. Yep. I trust Tina will. Maybe see you, see you later. Time. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> after Remy leaves, I'm going to turn to Aristarchus. Aristarchus, 
Yes, ma'am. Let's go visit your secretary. And also, how much of the security infrastructure is still intact in the underhive? That is an excellent question. Um, do I have any idea on that? Uh various <laughs> like it exists it like so much of the underhive's condition is unknown um like how much of the security infrastructure still exists varies from section to section and how much of it can be accessed even more so so as far as that goes um there is a bit of a it's sort of a show up and maybe you can find out sort of thing. Um, most boots on the ground type security, pardon the phrasing, uh, is handled by the criminal gangs, from what I understand. Back me up here if I'm going wrong, Miss Blair. Uh, but uh -huh. in terms of like observators, cogitated records, that sort of thing, it's mostly whatever you can find that might be working. And if it ain't working, maybe you can fix it up and get it working again. Um, so yeah, it would probably be more of a sector by sector check analysis rather than it being like one central control center that can gather in that information if I'm kind of following where you're headed with this line of questioning. Are you capable of leaving remote uh, access on any active security systems we find? Is networking things as we go something that uh, Aristarchus might be able to facilitate. You can try. It won't be easy. No, right. networking to himself. No, like, right. Like, as Even to... then, it won't necessarily be easy. I mean, <laughs> we definitely probably have to requisition some materials uh, because those sort of schema constructions, most of that would come from the manufacturer Civis, I would presume, uh, if you wanted a bunch of cogitated transmitter nodes to hook into things and then get them up and running uh be a long-term project um but i could see about getting things started if you like no long term is not going to help us what i'm looking for is a way to keep tabs on events in the said in the hive where we aren't as much as possible so that should mm. say another demon go on a rampage we have an idea we at least get a from. heads up as soon as we can yes well yeah i can send out my girls i can place them throughout the hive do you want are you willing to put them in that level of danger some of them the ones that are ready that would... i can probably place i would say about six of them out well, we know we have a general idea of where they've been operating. So, if there's places where they can safely keep an eye out in those areas, then that would be useful. Also, I will make them aware of the situation and make sure they agree. Yes. Knowing where they're going to. Fully aware. All right. Now, if you can make those calls, we'll head to see the Skitari. You also got a dinner tonight, for what it's worth. Who has a dinner where? How long do we have before that? 
I feel like we hit the hit the church fairly early in the day. Yeah, it's it's probably just like church was almost noon by now. You've got most of the afternoon. Yep. Okay. Then yeah, uh, uh, Aristarchus will start trotting off towards uh, wherever the closest lift that gets them down towards the destroyed uh, sector is. Uh, as you as you start heading off that way, Ema sort of like hangs back a bit and then says. If you're heading off to meet some more of the uh, cog boys, I think I'll split for a while. Certainly. Um, where might we meet up with you later for business? Uh, tell you what, I can get around this city pretty quickly. Um, and Rodowell's got the uh, transmitter information to try and reach out to me. Uh, you give me a location, and I'll see if I can meet you there. Laura well would just flip to her frequency and just um, checking. There's a noise that comes from an earbead. Got you right and clear. Uh, so, on the subject of secure locations that I have access to that would allow her to be there, where are they? <laughs> How many of them are there? Um, that depends on what you're trying to accomplish and I'm trying what to you buy to weapons from her or barter weapons from her. Um, strictly speaking, um, the higher up you go in the high of the safer it gets. You haven't really spent time establishing safe houses, so anywhere you go will probably be borrowing space from someone. Yeah. I haven't had the funds to establish safe houses. Um, the, uh, like, like, I guess, because I don't know what, what, I don't know what the kin's, like, relationship with the Imperium as a whole is, so I don't know. Romy Scholar. Where the... where that sort of thing lies. Uh, Scholar. Three. So the kin of the leagues of Votan um, have a mixed relationship with the Imperium. Um, they have been enemies as often as allies. Um, some Inquisitors will label them as a Xeno species that is to be eradicated. Some others will label them as an abhuman subspecies that should be, um, that should be brought into the Imperium. Um, others will label them as something in between, some human offshoot, uh, that, uh, has established their own nation, um, Many will deride them as uh, squats is the derogatory term that has sort of uh, spread throughout the Imperium to refer to the kin. Um, kin is the way that they refer to themselves. Uh, and for the most part, they have large standing trade agreements with large sections of the Imperium as a whole. Um it sort of depends where they're where they're at, whether they're seen as dis as untrustworthy Xenos or just another human offshoot. Um, 
no one's certain exactly how to classify them. Science, scientific debate disagrees. Well, scientific, so, I should say. So, question. Air quotes. <laughs> would the there are varying doctrines. Would, would, the presence, <laughs> would the presence of a rogue trader envoy um, doing business in the docks with the, with their ship directly uh, hinder or help their reputation with imp with imperial trade ports. I mean, rogue traders are allowed to trade with whoever the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm someone more of having like... someone having connections with a rogue trader might be seen as an upside in a lot of cases. Yeah, like with, that's what I mean. Like with, like other people seeing her trading with a rogue trader, you know, speaking, you know, meeting with a rogue trader's envoy on her ship, would that be a like a a um like a a a usable resource or like usable like event probably yeah okay so then i'll go uh is your ship at the suborbital landing pad my shuttle is i well perhaps then we have uh i believe i said looking over aristarchus dinner this evening Oh, aye. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Is that at the space dock or is that at the suborbital landing, uh, around the suborbital landing pad? Oh, no, that's at home. Mm. Um, blank stare. Which is, and he'll give a location that is somewhere mid-hive, probably closest to the suborbital landing pad. Okay. Yeah, so somewhere around here-ish. Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. We have dinner in the area later this evening. Uh, perhaps uh, ahead of that, I might stop by, and we could do some business aboard your shuttle. I think that'd be amenable. I. Eh? She nods and then just. I'll keep the banner high as I uh when I arrive. Bad enough. We'll also be with her. That sounds much more amenable. No comment. <laughs> Very well. We'll see you this evening. All right. And she hops onto her hover trike and rides off. <laughs> I... You get the sense that either she specifically or the kin as a whole have a tenuous relationship with the Mechanicus. Yep. Yeah. I will... On my on the turn to look back to where we're going, my gaze will pass Laurel, but there will be no emotion on the face, and it will not linger. <laughs> but just in a "I see you" sort of motion. <laughs> Can I request an insight? Sure. Good. Are you were you looking for Saris to roll inside or you to roll inside yes. on Saris? Yeah. Saris to roll inside. Oh, okay. I'll let you set the DN. <laughs> Probably not zero. I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a spend a wrath. One complication. <laughs> no. no, one in the complication. I wasn't trying to like inside that was that was that was meant to be a nonverbal communication, just like sort of a Physical, like, 
indication that I am aware that things are apparently happening around you, but not like a, not like a, not like a uh, any comment on it. So with a with a failure and a complication, what incorrect information does does Sarah sort of glean off of your response? Saris is probably getting more of the bodyguard on that part of I do not trust this this mom Kai to walk around alone. <laughs> which fits with the gla- which which fits with the gaze, honestly. All right. So Remy and Tina have split off mm-hmm. to go inspect the book. Yep. Heading home. And the rest of you are heading to the Underhive, presumably, to yep. the probably to the upper levels of the collapse. Yep. <clears throat> so let's start off with Remy and Tina. All right. Um as the two of you arrive back at Remy's house. Really quick. Um Before we do, as as we are walking back, question with the with with our communication devices. Mm-hmm. Is there some way to send like Morse code essentially through them? I mean, yeah, just vox clicks. Okay. They're also subvocal. Like you can communicate with them without speaking loud enough to be heard. Mm. Okay. Um, good to know for future. Uh, yeah, we're heading back. Head back home. Um, the, usually, usually the they they're affixed either like on your jaw, just under your ear, or at your throat, so that they can either pick up the vibrations from your throat or from your jawline without needing to actually make your vocalizations completely audible. Right. Okay. Um. Good to know for future. Uh, so yeah, head in, do a quick check around, make sure nobody's like uh, lying in wait at the uh, at the place. Because there is a non-zero percent chance of that being like happening. You sort of look around for a second. All seems clear for the moment. You think the most dangerous thing around here is that book you're carrying, and Tina, yep. but you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Honestly, I'd write the book higher. And he just walks over the table, like unceremoniously, like shoves a shoves a bowl and um uh some old some old folders or the like, just shoves them off the off the table. Sits down. It's like all right. If I say so, or you see anything particular, oh God, how am I even going to phrase this so you don't? <laughs> do you know what to do right now? Yes. Watch you. 
And if it starts looking like I'm getting corrupted, do what? Kill you. Okay, we're on. Bo- and what does it look like if that happens? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of things. <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you know what those things are? If you st- start speaking weird, uh, if you uh, sprout any tentacles, tentacles uh, tendrils, is a good sign of it. Or any, any weird vestigial limbs that randomly show up is a uh-huh. sign. Yeah. Um, oh, Keep in mind, uh, speaking weird, there are different levels of that. Like, just because I say something under my breath that you might not immediately be able to understand, that doesn't mean that I am that that you should crush my head. Really? This is gonna go great. <laughs> when Tina, when I'm Tina, still when... less likely to be killed by you than by than if Saris was here. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I want to say when. I'm pretty sure that's true. When, when Tina In turns fact, you, when Tina, when Tina turns you into a Gallagher show, just know that you asked for this. <laughs> I am <laughs> Tina. I am. I would say I am about ninety nine and a half percent sure that you are less likely to kill me in this bu- in, in this building than Sarah's is in this situation. Wow, okay. All right, thump. And I'm going to try to... Do you think Ceres has ever gotten, like, weird tentacles, vestigial appendages, etc.? No, because Ceres is still alive. Yeah, but they do that weird stuff. What, the Psyker stuff? Yeah. You know, if they showed signs of going, if she showed signs of anything particularly (laughs) bad, yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Weirder things have happened, but probably not. For the record, I am not a psyker, so if I start sprouting tentacles, that doesn't mean that I have psychic abilities. Uh Uh-huh, yep. Okay. So yeah, basically, I'm not trying to translate this book. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to do the thing that they do in in the Evil Dead reboot, where you open the book and then you start reading from it aloud because you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I love that movie, but those dumb motherfuckers brought it on themselves. Um, I am mostly looking for again. Any kind of annotations, any kind of that sort of thing. Any anything that looks personalized to this. Even if it's just like at the end there's additional script that, that that's written in. Um anything that would give us information as to goals, plans, personal information. Anything like that. Go ahead and roll me an investigation test. Didn't get weird until he started drinking the red wine. I will say that 
because this does relate to the previous ritual, you will get your rank bonus, okay. your extra two dice from deducted. Four successes. So that would be four successes. So you begin to dig in. Mm-hmm. Um, might take a while. You might want to get comfy. The first thing you learn is that this book does have a title. It's just not on the surface and sort of hidden a couple pages in. Fair. Um, you learn that this is the annotated excerpts of the Book of Lorgar, Volume 3. Excerpts of the Book of Logar. Lorgar. L-O-R-G-A-R. Volume 3. Okay. Annotated excerpts of the Book of Lothar. <laughs> <laughs> Lothar's not patient enough to write a book. Mm -hmm. He was patient enough to raise a child. <laughs> Look, you get one or the other. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Um, and as you sort of flip through it. Is Lorgar a name that is familiar to me? Romy Scholar. Well, as soon as I can get a fucking cap on the bottle. <laughs> it is, it is, it is a legendary the other name, one. and so it's just mostly a question <laughs> no, of if, just, you, if you know the misaligned. Oh, I hate that. A scholar. One. You know the name Lorgar from old, like, uh, religious stories. It's mm -hmm. somebody important from uh ecclesiarchal tales of the emperor in the past and the 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 Horus heresy and stuff like that so this is some kind of heretical text yeah all right with, with one success you don't know much more than that but yeah um, flipping through but uh as you Actually, roll me two more dice, because this still would apply your deductive. Okay. One With two successes? Two successes. Uh, Lorgar was one of the nine arch-traitors. The nine sons of the Emperor who turned against him during the Horus Heresy. Okay. Uh, Lorgar was known as a priest and a philosophizer who fell to the dark ruinous powers of chaos. Got it. Less heretical. Still, no, still heretical, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he was basically Himmler. Hmm? Kind of. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, The, this this appears to be a book of philosophy, um, of the of the preachings and pontification of Lorgar Aurelian, uh, as the as the name is is identified. Okay. Yep. Less interested in that. Um, and there are notes scattered about. More interested uh, in that. Written throughout the pages. Um, 
there seem to be uh there are both annotations written into the text as if from an author who was recording this information um as well as what appear to be handwritten notes uh around some of the around some of the margins and edges of these pages the handwritten's are definitely what i'm looking lo interested in um unless and, the, and... unless the title says transcribed by tycho yeah <laughs> no uh actually the uh the the transcription record uh goes to one janus borvath janus what borvath j a n u s janus borvath b o r v a t h got it yep so yeah what are what are tycho's notes so most of Tycho's notes are around Janice's notes um, as several scriptures of philosophy that are written in certain places. There's a note, for instance, from in one section where from Janice, it will say this argument lays out quite solidly the hypocrisy of imperial agents in their declaration that they are upholding freedom while simultaneously stifling any attempts at individuality uh under which you see tycho's notes of outlining this information helps to helps to incite those who are downtrodden it it is his how to how to win friends and influence people yeah. he, he 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 he's close noting it basically yeah and so cool. as you as you as you as you flip through, you find more and more of Tycho's strategies. You find his his go-to passages, his his uh his regular sermon material that he uses and his notes on where he uses it okay. uh, and with whom. And there are certain passages that speak of the promise of the great powers, as they're called, rather than the ruinous powers. Of how uh, each of them promises glory and and uh, uplifting in their own ways. There are notes here that indicate Tycho hasn't just been speaking to the Underhive. There are notes here that indicate that some of these speeches and moments have resonated particularly well with the nobles and Upper Hive populace. Legitimately? Like, this isn't me. Like, Remy just at one point goes, oh, gee, I'm shocked. <laughs> He's saying Any weird names. things, Tina. <laughs> Are there any uh, names or anything like that? There's, uh, there are only, there are very few names in general. Um, you spot a couple of passages where he says that, uh, the scion of House Tandrus seems to have listened to this one with particular interest. Okay, uh, nothing we didn't already know. Then. But the other one that you get, um, uh, 
So there's there's another there's another name that comes across that you recognize from the conversations that you've had previously. Okay. In which a note from a note from Tycho says that Nairis Ganto seems to be resistant to these passages, but she but her ear always turns when she hears me in a nearby group. Nairis Ganto. Nairis Ganto. Yeah. Who's the one that was the rival of Jenea, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The one who went hunting. Mm-hmm. The spider hunter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, aside from that, you get sort of vague indications that he's practiced this sort of proselytization among every major faction in the city that he can get close to. Uh, all of the major gangs, even though he's been sort of shoved out of it at one point or another. As well as, at least in some regard, all of the Ten Noble Houses. He's he's tried his hand everywhere with mixed results. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to have gotten the most general success. Uh at least the most people who are willing to listen, as it seems, among House Vasseron. And perhaps a couple of interesting listeners in House Valenwens and House Alignon. You gonna put those in chat for me so I don't have to try and m- yes. horribly misspell those? <laughs> yes. Uh, House... Vasseron's easy. I can, Vasseron... I can misspell that fine. Valenwens... And Alan Young. and Alan Young. Okay. House Webberd and House Thoburn seems to be the most resilient. Webberd and Thoburn. Soburn? Thoburn. House hang on, I got you for it. Thoburn? <laughs> TH. Thoburn. Your house is fat. House Hodor. Um, all right. House Thoughtburn. It's a very different house. <laughs> That's what the house looks like after they fall to Slanesh. That's the you know it's, um, the, it's the web bar. It's the web bard and Thoughtburn. So, uh, um. Yeah, Remy will just sigh for a moment, look slightly conflicted, and then go to, I am uh, uh, making quick contact with with Ceres. As you're doing that, you can't help but occasionally glance at some of the the inner passages Mm -hmm. as you're trying to read the annotations. At times, the words almost seem to try and catch your attention themselves. Which I need you to roll me a conviction test real quick. Every now and then there's just a fuck off. <laughs> yep. Conviction. Yes. Which would be your resist corruption. Roll. One. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hey, isn't that what I got, too? Hmm? Yep. Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> would you like to spend a wrath? That's true. I could. Yeah, it's probably best in this case. Three. Hey. Hey. hey! And the glory. And the glory. 
Remy's better at this than I am. Hmm? For glory. It's probably a matter of experience. It is almost certainly a matter of experience. As you as you sort of every time every time the book tries to catch your attention, you you specifically set it down and shove it to the side until it stops. And then put it back so that you can look at the notes again. And um, also just out of just out of habit just slaps the page like, <laughs> bad page <laughs> no it like it's a slaneshi book it likes that <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> but yeah so i will i will i will i will reach out to saris so saris you get a vox communication as you're probably most of the way towards your destination yeah. and uh, while walking i've been reading the primer uh, just to sort of mm. see what dog years and what notes he might have put in that. Yes, Remy. Um, for reference of the primer, uh-huh. uh, he seems to be a very big note taker. Um, Good for us. Yeah. His fastidiousness will be his so end. The, the Imperial Infantryman's Uplifting Primer is full of, quote, Everything an Imperial soldier needs to survive the battlefields of the enemy. Which is to say it's full of Imperial propaganda and bullshit. Yeah. Um it is it is a series this is of helpful, like... but I think I'd rather have a gun. This is the equivalent of the Russian of the Russian military giving one soldier a rifle and one soldier a magazine. <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah, but in the... this case, it's an actual magazine. It's an issue of People from August 2020. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the um, like the the World War One and Two, the like, um, the old like the the war propaganda like stories of um, or like the the uh, know your like enemy duck and cover, or you know, the know your enemy and the like duck and cover in case of a nuclear strike, like like hid- like hiding under a desk is going to protect you from a nuke. It's all stuff like that. Um, it's it's you know the uh, you know your 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 maintaining your last gun is your holy right, and a well maintained firearm will save you in the darkest of times, and you know stuff like that. This is my uh, rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's got notation from Tycho all over it, saying this is bullshit. This 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 almost hits the mark, but you actually need to say this. Uh, this is actually useful tactics, and like the one, like there's like three passages that actually have that on it. Um, surprisingly useful information in one or two passages, and then most of it's just like this is nonsense. This is bullshit. This won't help anyone. This actively got several people killed, so on and so forth. I mean, it's not wrong. I'd like uh, while while that conversation with me in a second, but while while I'm. Uh, investigating, I want to see if there's any pattern for any indication as to what his strategy would be in this particular situation based on how he he's trying to reverse engineer his viewpoint on military strategy like his position on military strategy from what he's disregarding in the book, etc, etc if possible. Roll me cunning. It's just, that's difficult to do, but you might be able to figure it out. I mean, it sounds like it, 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 it sounds like the, 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 the intelligence strategy, which is 
Ignore ninety percent of the uh, ignore ninety percent of the policies and procedures. Yeah, but he does like if there are things where it's like you know these are good. Yeah. That gives me an idea of like you know. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to spend one of our glory for some extra dice. <laughs> you know what? This might be useful. I'm going to spend two of our glory. And a wrath. Four. Uh, so what you get from this information based on everything that he's learned is that Tycho is a guerrilla warfare expert. Um, every, every bit of information that he's marked down are the actual bits of equipment maintenance. Um, and like small genuine unit, like small unit tactics, um, to sort of give you a basis on the... Let me read you the description of the uplifting primer so I can give you a general idea of what it contains. The Imperial Infantryman's uplifting primer has proven a stalwart, mandatory companion for every member of the Asher Militarum. The book covers diverse topics such as arms and equipment maintenance, personal hygiene, rules and regulations of the Asher Militarum, and enemy recognition. Updated when possible as new information is discovered or corrected by frantic margin scribbling, each primer is a living document and a part of its owner. And what you're gathering from his understanding, there are uh, in some of the equipment in some of the equipment adjustment margins, there are like a a poorly maintained plasma uh, poorly maintained plasma weapon is is prone to overloading, causing you know ca catastrophic reactions that could injure yourself and others. And he has a note here: if you need to do this on purpose, do this, and so on and so forth. And like if you need to overcharge your last pack so it explodes, you can do this. Um, uh. And like on enemy recognition, he has uh, like no the no the, the like most of the stuff about recognizing the arch enemy is complete is complete horseshit uh, designed for imperial troopers to have no idea what chaos really is and should not know that information. Um, and a lot of it is corrected. Like this appears the inf the the uplifting primer almost seems to be his notes from the first war for Armageddon. Yeah, like from his time fighting the forces of chaos. Um, as you see, uh, as you see, there's some notes about enemy recognition and she's like, he's just got the red ones are big and angry. We'll charge you without a second thought. Take advantage of this. Uh, the green ones unnaturally tough. Don't get anywhere close if you don't want to die to disease. And it's just got details like this of various different. And it looks like he's got notes on like primarily fighting heretic Astartes. And what you gather from all of his notes, he is a guerrilla warfare expert and exceptionally skilled at identifying his opponents and their weaknesses. Okay, so then, yeah, so Remy yeah. rings. Yes, Remy. So, I have... It's as bad as I suspected, and probably you. Um... We're not just dealing with a down here situation. Um, and there are a lot of handwritten notes in here in terms of specifically how Tycho takes strategy. If you want, and I think it would be useful, 
I can write some of his notes only relating to how he how he interacts and how he manipulates people and the like for your reference. But I didn't want to start writing anything out of it before because someone might kill me if I start if I mispronounce a word. That's fair. He seems to be a fairly prolific note taker, and I think we can use this. Yes, copy his notes as right. much as you as much as you feel comfortable, and then you know what to do with the book. Right. Cool. You're fine with you're you're fine with that being done with us. Don't need me to bring it to you to do it. So long as it's burned. All right. Cool. I'm I'm extending out of character. I'm extending Remy this level of trust in the hope that he will. That was your first mistake. <laughs> in the hope that he will slip up later. Uh... <laughs> um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I will copy information down. So, I gather from my reading of his book that he thinks very highly of himself. Do I... With reason. From that, would I be able to... Using my inquisitorial training, would I be able to gather an idea of whether or not a public display of his banner on fire would be enough to make him behave recklessly or if it would just be or if he would just file it away as a loss and continue on um well for one these these are older notes you're not yeah. certain how his perspective might have shifted since then um but from what you can gather he's an analytical individual He's he is very good at improvisation, but he gets his improvisational skills by understanding his opponent and what's going on. You get the sense that he knows what bait looks like. Yeah. That's bait. <clears throat> um... From the way we, from how we've been interacting with him so far, would I be able to determine how much of us as a group he knows? I mean, your 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 instinct says he knows everything, and you should act as if he knows everything. Yeah, I should act. As, yeah, um, always act as if they know everything. But like, uh, I haven't from... seen any. I haven't seen any scrawling that's like you know, inquisitorial pigs come to die. It's nothing like that, right? No, you haven't seen anything targeted at you as a group, right? Um, so it's quite possible that he doesn't know your individual actions or capabilities, but he probably does know that someone is looking for him. Right. Definitely knows someone is looking for him. He's been doing enough. You wouldn't lay a trap if you didn't expect someone was looking for you. Yeah. Okay, so just lots of thinking as we walk. And uh, as you get closer, uh, it starts to become much more obvious where the Mechanicus are. 
uh, because there's a bit of a ruckus. I was going to say, subtle, aren't we? Hmm? I put the book away as we start to hear a ruckus. I put it away. I, I, I specifically, I put it away in a section of my coat where I will know if someone's reaching into it. Mm. Interior pocket. Yeah. Um. But uh, the. The noise of a of a frustrated crowd gets louder. Um, and uh, as you as you approach, you can see a line of Skitari with uh, with rifles sort of held at chest level, not like aimed at anyone, but like at the ready. Um, They're barricading, uh, barricading, yeah, essentially uh, barricading I off a large section of street with what looks to be um, individuals on both sides, sort of frustrated, shouting, trying to get in or past as several tech priests appear to be at work repairing infrastructure and streets. It looks like, from what you can surmise, um, some of this street is still walkable and people have been trying to use it to get around, to, to get to places they need to go, but the Mechanicus have decided nobody on this street while we're fixing it. And uh, that has caused a bit of a problem as they have just sort of cordoned off the entire section and the engine seers have begun putting metal plates back down, correcting straight things and just being the Skitari are just stand back, stand back. <laughs> At the sound of that shitty crowd, I'm actually going to grab the shoulder of Aristarchus and Blair and sort of slow down to a halt. Looks like there's a lot of curious folk. Let's observe with more approaching. All right. And uh, Aristarchus will look around and just grab whatever piece of structure gets him slightly above head level and do a scan of the area and see if he recognizes anybody. <laughs> we know that five. <laughs> we know that we know that discontent is the breeding ground that our quarry uses. This isn't a very large discontent, but it's a good it's a good practice to check and see what's going Who's on. Who's discontent? Mm. Gestures towards the upset would... crowd. I don't think this would be enough. It might not, but it's always good to be cautious. Yeah, Aristarch has got a, got one success on his insight role, so as far as he's concerned, this is an this is a this is a curious and observational crowd who's just wondering what people are doing. Hmm. Because watching the Mechanicus at work is always a treat. Mm. Uh, yeah, five, watching, su five successes to see if he recognizes anybody. <laughs> yeah, so um, there's a couple of the Engine Seers that you've seen before in your time um, who, like, wander around most of the Manufactorums who keep, you know, do work for the for the Mechanicus on the, on the planet. Oh, as Tellius Delta Free, I recognize him. And down Aristarchus. Um, I'd like to make an awareness. He points with his medic dendrite instead. Uh, mm. I'd like to make an awareness check as well. I, I want to check. The, I want to sort of check the crowd and see if there's anybody there. Obviously, this isn't the kind of crowd that's going to erupt into a riot on their own. 
I want to see if there's any sign of somebody trying to stoke that into a potential riot. Let me wear this. <laughs> I will spend oh, my boy. last wrath. <laughs> it's you, Saris. You're the one <laughs> trying to stoke them into oh, a riot. No. <laughs> my last wrath gave me nothing. So you don't it's get you, to see where it comes I, from. You're the problem. It's you. You're you're you don't get to see where it comes from. But you immediately recognize a powder keg that's about to that's about that's about to go off when someone throws a brick at one of those Qatari. That is filled with powder. No, it's just a brick. Did I see the brick? The brick shatters harmlessly against this Qatari's carapace armor. But with mechanical precision, the individual who had a brick thrown at them snaps the rifle to attention and fires. And there it is. There's a scream in the crowd as someone is gunned down. Now, hang on a tick. If there's a scream, Aristarchus is running for that individual to try and apply medical services. Bye, Logos, coming through. Need to patch that person up. Mm. You can't tell who threw the brick. No, but you assume whoever just got shot because the, that was a very precise shot. Yep. Yeah, no, Aristarchus is headed over as fast as he possibly can. <laughs> I'm hanging back. Did I join? Blair, just stick with Aristarchus. Laurel with me. All right. We're we're gonna hang back while those two go in and see if I want to see if anybody what is like watching for them. All right, you roll me awareness, Aristarchus. You're Mechanicus. You'll be able to walk through the Skatari lines without any issue, and you can wave Laura Valfi with you. Roll me metagame. Okay. You mean Blair? Or... Sorry, Blair. Yeah. A fourteen with a glory, maybe. <laughs> Holy wow. shit! Four wow. that time. <laughs> that was a hell of a roll. Nice. He's got uh, in a pinch. At one. How thing. many shifts would you like to make, and what would you like to use them for? Because you can shift all of those. Oh, okay. Um, I would like to shift. You only shift to glory once. I should reckon. I should know. Uh, I would like to shift. Let's see. I can shift a total of. I think that's that. the highest successful roll we've had so far. I think yeah. so. I can shift five. I'd like to shift three for improved speed because I do not want there to be a fatality in this crowd at the hands of a Skatari. Um, like the idea that you just walk up, the bullet's like right through the center, and you're like, I can fix that. <laughs> and they pop up. Ah! <laughs> Migraine. You oh know. no, it's a bitch. <laughs> the bullet is actually still penetrating and you get there quick <laughs> enough like, that you oh, grab it no. and halt its momentum. <laughs> uh, so three for time? speed. Um, One for quality. And honestly, one for gain information. See if I can note anything about this victim particularly that just pops out to me. Ask me a question. 
does this person look like an is there anything about this person that says they are more or different than an average person off the street is this person look like they're a member of a gang or a cult or anything like that specifically so this person looks impeccably mundane okay which twigs to you as unnatural. Mm -hmm. Someone this normal would not be the person to throw a brick. All right. Unless someone egged them to do it. Yeah. As we get closer, does we recognize this person at all? No, it's just a random dude off the street. Okay. Seems like okay. your everyman kind of like slightly heavy set, kind of thinning in the hair. It looks like he's a dock worker. It looks like he's just a dude who wants to do his job and go home most days. Blair, check for our daughter. What? Look around and see if our daughter is nearby. Gotcha. And Aristarchus will do the exact same as soon as he's made sure this person is not in danger of dying. Yeah. And, uh... Let's get you up there, lad. Blair will take a look around. The uh, the Skitari, the Skitaris was using a galvanic rifle, and mm -hmm. while the shot was well placed, it wasn't at a high charge. Okay, um, well that's so good. He's, he's got a, he's got a scorch mark on his chest, but with a, mm -hmm. with some quick application to Medicaid, <laughs> we can prevent it from being too dangerous. Yep, right. Mm -hmm. Everybody, take a breath, please. This gentleman's okay. Everybody's all right. No need scanning, to panic. Scanning the crowd, dispersing anything. <laughs> Awareness. You get this. You get the sense, Aristarchus, that uh, this Katari didn't even think. It literally acted on defensive protocols when it, when it sensed an attack. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. No, he's he's talking to the rest of the crowd primarily. Yeah. Ooh, we are ranking up those complications. Wow. <laughs> My awareness was a four, by the way. Eleven now? Twelve. Um so the only thing that you get um as you're looking around Blair is a sense of something being wrong. You don't spot anything, but you feel like something is wrong. Mm -hmm. and you think you catch like the faintest glimpse of black hair but when you look you don't see anyone that stands out alright going over to where Aristarchus is is this guy conscious? he's breathing uh, but the shock of the galvanic shot put him completely into unconsciousness for a bit okay. Any of you folks, this lad's friends, uh, he's he's up, but he may need some help home. Uh, a couple of other dock workers sort of walk over and take his take his arms onto their shoulders and start to lead him back off somewhere. Right. It, uh, seems, yeah. it seems your speedy intervention has prevented this from becoming a riot. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like I might need to have a bit of a <clears throat> things are not as 
Aristarchus is going to go back up to the Skatari line and see if he can talk to somebody who's in charge. Blair, Blair is still right with him. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, you walk up you walk up to the Skatari, they part for you mm-hmm. and allow you back through inside inside their perimeter. And he's just going to try and march up to whoever it looks like is the most senior tech priest. There's a there's an there's an engine seer who seems to be directing the other ones on what needs to be rebuilt first to keep the structural integrity of this walkway at, at its peak, and sort of how how nearby structures will be impacted if any of this collapses. It seems to be somewhat overseen. Right. As I'm walking, can I make some sort of like tech scan or a scholar check of is there a way? Because obviously they're blocking everything off so they can have the most freedom to do their work. Is there a way we can cordon that back a little bit to at least allow some passage up and down the walkway that's not going to completely inhibit them from doing their job? Uh, roll me scholar. Okay. Eight and a glory. Damn, Aristotle. <laughs> There's a couple things he's good at. <laughs> um... As you look around, you're pretty certain enough of this walkway has been rebuilt at this point um, that the the Skitari cordon could flatten on mm-hmm. one side to allow a single person lane of traffic through. It right. would be slow, right? Um, but it would get traffic flowing again mm-hmm. and get people moving instead of instead of ha- instead of hanging about, right? Uh, yeah, and he'll just wait for a moment and then be like, uh, Mass Engines here. Question, if I may, sir. Hmm. Or ma'am, as the case may be. Hmm. Uh, uh, looks up at you as you approach. Um, as I try and recall your... Uh. Ah, Tech Adept. What brings your attention to me? I was wondering, sir, if we might be able to uh, bring back, draw in the cordon so that uh, the uh, local populace might be able to begin to transverse. Uh, There seems to be some tension arising on the outside, and rather than uh, have things aggress into open uh, disruption, uh, it might be easier to allow at least some slight progress between uh, to reduce the local tension and therefore maintain what efficiency we can. Only influence test using, obviously, you were dealing with Mechanicus using your intellect. Right. Influence. My rating is four. I have a wrath left. Total of five with a glory. It's my last wrath. Um, he sort of looks around, seems to take in the crowd for the first time since he got here. Um, acknowledged, and he sort of there's a there's a burst of binaric uh, mm-hmm. as he sort of communicates with the Skitari, and in unison, the one of the outside flanks just pivots, steps backwards a couple steps, and folds in until there's a column of walkway that allows people to walk through. Acknowledge the gratitude, and he slides back out and just starts waving people through. Saris, <laughs> uh, with your 
for awareness. Um, that attack uh, came from what appears to be a relative lull in the crowd. It didn't seem like that was where the violence would erupt if it would erupt anywhere. Um, you don't get a sense that anyone was immediately jostling anybody or shoving anyone around there but that someone could have been saying something to try and to try and incite someone or it could have been more supernatural influence at work um i will i will um speak softly to laurel laurel if you could scan the crowd see if anyone stands out to you and i'm going to activate sinescience to see if anything stands out to me there Roll Sinescience. It's going to be a high DC if you want to try and detect anything here. Are you wanting Lorewell to use awareness, or are you wanting her to do... Awareness. <laughs> what do your Eldari nice. eyes see? <laughs> They're taking the Psyche to Isengard. I'm gonna... We have five... We have seven glory right now? Burn it! I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna spend four of that to add to my sentencing roll. Just realized I should have been helping add dice to those corruption tests because of my purity of faith skill thing ability, whatever it's called. Eight successes. I'm annoyed. Too exalted. So it's faint, but there is a there is a witch scent in the air. the 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 sense of psychic residue in the vicinity. It was difficult to detect. It was a it was a DN six <laughs> to to find it. Is it? still present or ha is no it, it's, moved away? it is fading as if it was as if it was a quick use and then gone uh then i'm just gonna say she's here or has been and hope that that gets laurel enough <laughs> with five uh successes Similar to uh, the experience that Blair had, you think you see a flash of black hair and you think you hear the rattle of chains. But when you look, it's gone. I need our roles to reverse for a moment. And Laurel is just going to place herself against a wall and slide down into a meditative position. She's going to place one hand in front of her chest up, open, and the other hand on top of it, sort of creating a, a barrier, and then just close her eyes. And uh, I'm going to try and attempt to use, I will say, attempt to use Scryer's Gaze. Mm -hmm. I will. I I pull out my uh, Eldari stone and just begin rolling it between my fingers while I scan the crowd. 
can I use a glory on this? Absolutely. Yeah. You can use mm. all three that we have left. We're near the end of the episode. Yes. Yeah, Burn them. So put that into bonus dice, correct? Yep, three bonus dice. I'm going to use a wrath to reroll. Nice. Your DN is six. So as she does that, there's a small spark of lightning in between her hands and a symbol on her forehead opens like an eye. So, uh, you project your mind remotely to view events occurring in another place within range. You must be aware of the location to view it and must have at least a general idea of where it is in relation to yourself. If you're not exactly aware of these conditions, you must spend 10 minutes to hone in on the location, which you are aware, so you don't need to spend that 10 minutes. You can sustain Scryer's gaze to view the targeted location, but while doing so, you cannot move or perform any other actions and are completely oblivious to your own surroundings. Scryer's gaze is mentally taxing. You suffer one shock for every 10 minutes you sustain the power. You may not recover shock while sustaining this power. And its range is a range of 5,000 meters. So just getting like a top-down view of the situation. Your vision shifts and flashes. And you you find yourself looking down as if from above. Uh, and you, with your bird's eye view, you sort of scan the environment. And you don't see you don't see the woman that you think you should be looking for she seems to have vanished at some point possibly some secret passage that she knows to try and traverse she's lived here a very long time and stayed out of public view for most of it But something draws your gaze down, as if being guided by fate. Your vision shifts of its own accord. It drops down, down, yet further. And as it descends to the about to the base of the hive city, once more down into the dark depths, the lightless expanse of the ground. you see something stirring your vision your far sight shows distorted figures elongated limbs swollen craniums additional appendages Sharpened fangs and claws. Scavenged weaponry. And a psychic cry to ascend. And you hear in your distant sense the skittering as the claws begin to climb. And as you snap back to your position, 
you feel an angry shadow in the warp climbing from beneath. That's where we're going to end for the week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.